Welcome to Listen, Smile y No Te Rindas. Este es un podcast para hispanohablantes que quieren mejorar su comprensión auditiva del inglés de los Estados Unidos. Somos dos hermanos estadounidenses con raíces mexicanas. Soy Gabo, o Gabe, aquí como siempre con mi hermano mayor, Goyo, o Greg. Good evening, good evening. <laughs> I, I like how you call me your older brother. He's my older brother. <laughs> my big brother is what we say. That's right, That's right my big brother. I'm, I'm your older brother. Anyway. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so there are so many words in English that mean similar things to each other, right? If you yell at someone, if you shout at someone, right? Mm. If you speak to someone, if you say something to someone, right? The, there are reasons that those two kinds of, of words exist, but uh, when you're learning English, you know, that's, that's kind of hard. So we want to help you with that today by exploring two words that are very similar in English, which are cut and slice. Both mean in Espanol como cortar o trozar o cortar en rebanadas. Sin embargo, no son intercambiables. One philosophy that we believe in on this show is not to abrumar. No queremos abrumar, right? We don't want to overwhelm our listeners. For example, por una abundancia de ejemplos. Opino yo que aprender un idioma es como pintar una superficie. Hay que pintar un poco y dejar que se seque y volver a pintar al día siguiente. You cannot paint thickly, right? Grueso. You have to paint and then come back again and paint later. You can't learn more words than you can learn in an hour a day, a week, a year, whatever it is, trying to learn more words than you can learn, you know, it's just a road to frustration, right? It's just mm -hmm. a path to frustration. So um, we're not going to overwhelm you today, but we're not going to talk about <laughs> so many of the things that we want to talk about with you because we have discovered in our research for this episode that there are so many words like cut and slice. And so our next episode will cover things like chop and break and split and part. And so um, we'll leave that for another day porque no queremos abrumar. Right. That's right. We do not believe it's useful to tell you so much information that the brain gets scrambled. Como huevos revueltos. <laughs> Today, because of the uh, complexity of what we're doing, uh, we are going to be providing direct translations um, in English and Spanish, so we won't need to have a vocabulary section today. We'll move right on to the episode after Greg brings you some important messages. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, ¿puedes dejarnos una reseña, por favor, oyente? 
porfa. Uh, sí, por favor. Nos ayudaría un montón para atraer a más oyentes. Leemos las reseñas durante el episodio y puedes ganar 20, 20, 20 dólares estadounidenses. Gabe te va a explicar. Yes, oyentes, you can win a $20 Visa International gift card if you just go to the Rifas tab or pestaña on our website. Our website is noterindaspodcast.us to see how to play. We have a winner once a month to participate. Just find your review or rating tool in your podcast player, such as Spotify. This helps more listeners to find us in the future, and we appreciate it. So the first word we're going to talk about is cut. Cut often suggests that you are moving directly at an object with a blade. It's almost like you're striking, right? golpeando something when you cut it. That is right. one one narrow definition or beginning definition that we can use for cut. See, sí, golpear uh, con una hoja, like to, to hit with a blade. A knife can cut your skin, okay? And an axe, una hacha, can cut wood. However, cut usually describes what scissors do, right? You say, I'm going to cut this piece of paper with scissors. <laughs> uh, but nobody, you know, swings scissors like you do um, an axe, right? That's not how you use scissors. But you don't, you don't usually use a different verb with scissors than cut, right? I, right. I'm going to cut some paper. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to cut up some coupons. I'm going to, you know, look at yeah. Cut as a word tends to stress the result, not the action. So when you use the word cut, it's almost like you're diminishing, disminuendo el acto de cortar. It emphasizes the product that you're making, the end result, not the process of cutting. Uh, Gabe's going to give us an example. All right. Bob cut some pieces of watermelon for his nieces and nephews. En español sería, Bob preparó unas rebanadas de sandía para sus sobrinos. Bob cut some pieces of watermelon for his nieces and nephews. So unless we add uh, an adverb like easily, Bob cut the watermelon easily. Or a prepositional phrase like, he cut the watermelon with great difficulty. <laughs> I can't imagine that would be the case. Nobody cuts watermelon with great difficulty. <laughs> the cutting action is not the point. It's not the emphasis. The kids have slices of watermelon, right? They have pieces of watermelon after the cutting. That is the point. Okay. <laughs> Right. He, he's not going to have a great difficulty unless he's trying to cut the watermelon with like a stick or a, a <laughs> una, una rama. Right? He's going to cut it easily. Now, for, for some reason, as, as uh, Greg said, scissors generally do use the, the verb cut. If you're talking about scissors, you're cutting something. Oh, sorry. That's Como se dice scissors? Como se dice scissors? Oh, tijeras. Scissors ah. tijeras. Lo siento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no. Sí, está bien. So let's, let's look at an example that involves some unas tijeras. Okay. Emma 
cut a picture of Lionel Messi out of a magazine so she could put it up on her wall. En español, Emma cortó una foto de Lionel Messi de una revista para poder ponerla en la pared. So Emma cut a picture of Lionel Messi out of a magazine with scissors, right? That's the point. Mm -hmm. She cut it out with scissors so that she could put it up on her wall. All right, so let's look at another example of cut. Susan cut the thorns off the roses, right? So this implies uh, scissors as well, tijeras. Susan cut the thorns off the roses. Okay, en español sería Susan quitó las espinas de las rosas. Mm -hmm. Susan cut the thorns off the roses. So here we're thinking about the roses, las rosas, not the cutting of las espinas, right? So um, cutting, uh, just as Greg said, it tends to be used more for background action to get you to the result of what is cut. The picture of Lionel Messi, the roses that no longer have thorns. Yeah, well put, well put. Okay, so here's another use of the word cut. It's also a noun, right? We've been talking about it as an action, as a verb. Cut is also a, a noun. As is so often the case in English, it's identical to the verb. So you can have, for example, a cut on your arm, en tu brazo, which is very literal, right? You cut yourself with a knife and now you have a cut on your arm. Or you can do something less literal, like saying that you have a cut of some greater quantity of a thing. And that's you know more metaphorical. So, for example, after the bank robbery, the safecracker Jill demanded her cut, her cut of the money. Después del atraco del banco, la ladrona de la caja fuertes, Jill exigió su porción del dinero. So, a cut of money, una porción del dinero. All right, before we move on to Slice... We want to give you a little teaser, a little preview, una vista preliminar, uh, because cut is part of many expressions, lovely, juicy, interesting expressions in English. <laughs> and we're going to write uh, a blog article for you about that so you can see all the different ways that we say cut uh, in English with uh, some other word or phrase to be idiomatic, right? Para ser, para poder ser un modismo. So the two that I'll tell you right now are to make the cut, to make the cut, and cut out for something, to be cut out for something. So let me define those real quickly, and then we'll move on to Slice. And then you can go look at our blog at noterindaspodcast.us to see the many other examples of idioms with cut that we have come up with. So, to make the cut, to make the cut. When you were in school and you wanted to participate in a sport, you would do something for the trainer or for the coach. 
uh, to show them your ability. And if you are too small or too young or not fast enough, in English, we would say, oh, sorry, you did not make the cut. You didn't make the cut. So that means you are not on the team. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the list of members of the team is at the bottom of a piece of paper, and then somebody cut the list with scissors, and you're on the other piece of paper that fell fell on the the ground. Yeah. (laughs) Se cayó el piso. So you didn't make the cut, man. Another one is uh, cut out for something. So, um, Gabe, I think it's pretty safe to say, for example, in uh, Cuando Tenía Once Años, uh, traté de jugar al fútbol americano, pero no salió muy bien porque tenía dos pies izquierdos <laughs> y no era muy grande ni atlético. Entonces, no me escogieron, no me eligieron para el equipo de fútbol americano. So, in English, we would say, I did not make the cut because, frankly, Gabe, I was not cut out for American football, right? I was not cut out for American football means it's not one of my abilities. If you're not cut out for something, it means it's not something you have talent for. Yeah, you can't so, naturally do it. You can't do it easily. I'm not cut out for singing these high notes. There, My voice just doesn't go that high. Yes, thank you for not demonstrating that. That was very oh, I was generous of you. To. <laughs> no, you're, we're not cut out for listening to you <laughs> sing those notes. <laughs> so just be on the lookout for that blog entry. We'll have lots of... Uh, examples of idiomatic phrases with cut and some explanation of how they might be used. But the next word we want to cover in this episode is slice, que es como rebanar. Slice is spelled S-L-I-C-E-S-L-I-C-E, and it suggests a different kind of movement than cut although it can be used very similarly to cut. So with slice, the blade, la hoja, is moving on the surface of the object to make the cut uh, go more easily, right? So the slicing feels more animated in our mind. Yeah, there's, there's a greater image in my mind when I use the word slice with someone uh, to describe someone than if I say someone cut something. Uh, with slice, we see an image in our mind of action. The elbow is moving. The hand is moving with slice and not so much with cut. So everything's better with examples. Let's see an example of the word slice. So, por ejemplo, an sliced the watermelon easily with her new knife. And cortó en rebanadas la sandía fácilmente con su nuevo cuchillo. And sliced the watermelon easily with her new knife. So in my imagination, in what we call my mind's eye, de mi mente, I can see Anne moving that knife in the pedazo de sandía falling away. If I say Anne 
cut the watermelon like we used earlier, um, it's not the same in in the imagination uh, as with slice. Right. The, with slice, it's kind of this motion like uh, serruchar. There's this back and forth or or very uh, deliberate uh, linear movement with the blade. Um, that's that's what people think about when they hear slice as opposed to cut. So we're going to make one more contrast with cut. Bob cut some flowers for the dining room table. In español, Bob o Beto preparó unas flores para la mesa del comedor. Again, Bob cut some flowers for the dining room table. What is the point? ¿Cuál es el propósito of that sentence? It is not to think about the preparation of the flowers. It is to think about that now there are flowers on the table that are beautiful, that are prepared, right? They're ready to go. Right. I mean, you can slice something, which is, of course, a verb, or you can cut something into slices, which is a noun. Slice uh, can be a noun. So like a slice is a thin piece of something. So like a slice of tomato that you would put on your sandwich. Mario sliced some potatoes while Chula finished preparing the fish. Be sure to cut it into thin slices. The last time you sliced the potatoes, the pieces were too thick, she said. Mario cortó unas papas mientras Chula terminaba de preparar el pescado. Asegúrate de cortarlo en rodajas finas. La última vez que cortaste las papas, las piezas eran demasiado gruesas, dijo. Again, Mario sliced some potatoes while Chula finished preparing the fish. Be sure to cut it into thin slices. The last time you sliced the potatoes, the pieces were too thick, she said. And of course, he says back to Chula, What are you, my mother? <laughs> One exception to the idea of slice is the noun paper cut. Paper cut. <laughs> but this is where you slice your finger or your lip, a lot of times your lip, with a piece of paper. Often an envelope, an envelope, un sobre. So you can't cut your finger with paper the way you would uh, cut wood with an axe, right? Uh, you have to slice with the paper up and down, right? You have to move the paper across your lip or your finger to cut right. it. Or you have to You're move your finger across the paper uh, right. along the side edge of the paper. Ouch, it, it hurts it, mm -hmm. just to think about it. However, even though you're slicing with the paper, no one in English would ever say, oh, now you have a paper slice. <laughs> right. No, you have a paper cut. You have a paper cut. So uh, you may cut yourself with uh, a piece of paper and get a paper cut, but the action of making the cut uh, we would argue is really more like you're slicing your finger, you're slicing your lip, something oh, like that. Oh, yes, that's an unpleasant subject, but it's it's true. It never would say a paper slice. It is a paper cut. Okay, dear listeners, 
it is time once again for La Prueba, the quiz, so that we can see what types of things we've talked about have stuck in your brain. Si, que se pegó, que se pegó contigo. <laughs> so, listen carefully. Which of the following would tell the listener that I am using a knife to prepare small, thin pieces of a banana? I'm going to ask the question again. Which of the following would tell the listener that I'm using a knife to prepare small, thin pieces of banana? Would it be A, I'm cutting a banana into slices? I'm cutting a banana into slices. B, I'm breaking a banana into parts. I'm breaking a banana into parts. Or C, I'm slicing a banana into cuts. I'm slicing a banana into cuts. This is a tough one, so take a minute and think about it. Hmm. What do you think, Goyo? So one of the things that you said in this episode is that slice can be a noun. So a slice of something like una rebanada is what has been cut away from the larger item, like in this case, a banana. So I think the answer is A, I am cutting a banana into slices. That is correct. Fantastic. See, <laughs> Andale. All right, on to number two. If Jack is using scissors, is using tijeras, to remove the face of his ex-wife from photographs, <laughs> we would say that he is, A, slicing her face out of the pictures, B, cutting her face out of the pictures, or C, pushing and pulling her face out of the pictures. <laughs> this is such a terrible image. Jack cutting the photo and uh, trying to get rid of his wife's face. So I think we would say, B, Jack is cutting her face out of the pictures. That is correct. <laughs> with Remember that we use cut with scissors. Uh, right. Gen generally, generally. So, yeah, you're cutting someone's face out of a photograph with scissors. All right, final question. Joellen picks up a piece of paper and slices her finger. Mm. When she goes to lunch, squeezing her lime on her tacos, she says, Ouch, I have a, a paper slice. B, paper cut, or C, a leaf lesion. Mm. So she's sliced her finger on the paper, and then later she goes to lunch, squeezes the lime, and it hurts her finger. She would say, ouch, I have a paper cut, letter B. Ouch, I have a paper cut. That is correct. <laughs> My mastery of English never ceases to surprise. <laughs> well done. Okay. We want to thank our patrons. If you would like to support our show, uh, there are benefits to being a patron. But first, 
please go to www.patreon.com slash podcast, and you may get a shout out in the next episode. Or you may get a printable text of the examples given on the show. So today's episode, for example, you would have the English and the Spanish uh, examples so that you can look at them on paper or on the screen. And for our conversational episodes, you receive a word-for-word transcript of the conversation that can be printed. All this talk about printing things off makes me nervous. I don't want to get a paper cut. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Better to look at it on the screen, I think. Safer. <laughs> oh. That's right. Less blood that way. <laughs> y si, como siempre, si tienes alguna duda o sugerencia sobre nuestro podcast, por favor, mándanos un email por questions arroba no te rindas podcast punto us. And there's that website again, noteurindaspodcast.us. And don't forget that we're going to have a nice blog article to go with this episode. So go to the blog link on our website. And there are many other things on our website that will help you learn English as well, including all of our identities in social media. We have four different social media accounts that we use. So go find those on our website. This was so much fun. I hope that we can do the uh, part two as soon as possible. But in the meantime, I hope that you don't cut the end of your finger off this week uh, con una sierra circular like you did that time some years ago. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Me falta parte de, de un dedo por cortarme con una sierra. Sí. <laughs> so don't forget that our next episode will continue this theme, okay? We're going to talk about chop and split and saw and break and part and more. That's true. So don't miss it, guys. Greg, thanks for your time. Sure had fun this week with you and looking forward to doing another episode soon. Yes, let's hope that um, that this episode makes the cut. Man, our hopefully listeners. it does. Hopefully they don't decide that we're just not cut out for English podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are. All right, take care. Love you. All right, love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.